10 minutes remaining. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. It is Friday, May 7th. I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. You can also hear our voices on our other podcast, 10K Dollar Day. It's a comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. And every week we take a fake $10,000. We go spend it somewhere. We don't tell each other how we do it, but we do it in 24 hours. If that sounds remotely (laughs) interesting to you... You should just come listen to it because there's really no other way to describe it. Uh, But this is the 10 Minute Daily Happy. That's right. And we've recently discovered the tour company G Adventures. And while they do all the planning and booking, it doesn't mean you don't have a say. They balance well-planned itineraries with the flexibility to do your own thing and make the experience your own. So check them out at 10kdollarday.com slash G Adventures. That's just the letter G Adventures to learn more. And we have realized that the weather is actually changing, Allison, because yesterday was the first time, Thursday, that I thought that there was a big summer storm in Florida. Oh, there was a like where it's like sunny and then all of a sudden it goes crazy and then it's fine again. Yep. You get like a 45 minute hurricane. Yeah. In the middle of the day. And then the hurricane goes away. Mm-hmm. And it's lovely outside. I mean, you know, it smells yeah. like a gym, but it's it's yes. lovely outside again. Wet dog. <laughs> a little bit wet dog. Um, but it looks like summer's on its way. I know. And my my favorite thing about those storms, too, I love when I'm driving in my car and up ahead, it is like black, ominous, <laughs> awful. And then in your rear view mirror, it's like the brightest, sunniest day you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's I love, like my favorite. Um, standing on the beach because this is such a mm-hmm. Florida thing. Yeah. And looking at your right and it's nighttime and looking on your left and it's daytime. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely. One of my favorite yeah. things. It's just so bizarre. I love it. And if you take a panoramic uh, picture on your phone, oh. you can get both in it. And it's so eerie. It's really cool. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, yeah. I like that. All right. I have a story about sunshine and light and power and science. So I think this is going to segue really well. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Amazingly. It's like I planned it. It's like I did it once and then did it again. Okay, so there's a Korean research team led by senior author Chang Hee Nam. He's a plasma physicist. Okay. There's a lot of words in here, Allison. I'm going to, I think, say them all correctly, but I don't know what they mean all next to each other. Okay. So he's a professor at Guangzhou Institute of Science and Technology. I do understand that part. Here's the part I don't understand. They mm-hmm. created a laser pulse that is so strong. This is the strongest laser we've ever seen in our lives. Okay. It is so strong. It is comparable to focusing all of the sunlight reaching Earth, all of that power and heat, and reducing that down to the size of a speck of dust. What? Wait, what does it do? What's it for? To cut things, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. What do you use lasers for? Cut things, right? Well, I think cut things, but also like, I mean... Heat things. Cut things and heat things. And change the the shape, right? Like that's how they do laser eye surgery. Isn't it lasers that change the shape of your cornea or something? No, girl. This is why I'm scared of LASIK. They cut... (laughs) the They cut the top half of your eyeball off and then oh, do yeah, that's something true. weird. I don't that's know. That's crazy. That's why I can't do... Okay, we're not going to talk about that again. Anyway. Are they using this for warfare? Well, that's a great question. Um, 
the whole let 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 me go deeper into this article. So it's not just a, if you're like, oh, the size of that speck of dust. It's also the size of a single red blood cell, oh. right? So this, Wait, so it, it's microscopic, it's, girl. It's the it's the combined power of all of the sunlight across the entire planet into the size of a red blood cell. That's insane. I feel like the last few 10K dailies is like the matrix. Like we're figuring <laughs> out between like, you know, the vortex yeah. of wind that's going to now let us fly to having yeah. all the power within a single red blood cell. Like you this are is correct. intense. Well, I am going to, for anybody out there who is very science minded and they're like, cool, you guys are not actually telling me enough and I really want to know more about this. I'm about yeah. to read a paragraph that I don't understand. Okay, but this but is somebody literally might. just for the people who really like science. Gotcha. Okay? Yes. To achieve, well, I'll start here. The laser intensity of 10 to the 23rd mm-hmm. W slash square centimeters. You already lost me. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that means. Okay, so we got all that. Focus on the sunlight, okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay. The way that they did this is they constructed, I'm reading this directly from the article on vice.com constructed a kind of obstacle course for the laser beam to pass through mm-hmm. which uh, to amplify reflect and control the motion of the photons comprising it okay. because light behaves as both a particle as well as a wave okay i don't mm-hmm. now i'm lost Controlling the wave front of this laser, similar to the front of an ocean wave, was crucial to make sure the team could actually focus its power. Wow. I feel like I just read a cut scene from The Big Bang Theory. Oh, 100%. Like they were like, no one's going to understand that. Cut it. Yeah, we'll revisit that later. We'll revisit that in a simple way. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I and I don't your your question was great. Like, what's the actual practical application of that? Yeah. Um, search for buried treasure. I don't know. I don't know oh. what you need to like cut. I mean, is maybe? I mean, if you're, it's all the power of the sun, right? So this could like right. cut through a mountain, or, right? or the entire Earth, or we could dr- literally drill to China. We could see if it'll work. Yeah, see if we can get from one side of the Earth to the other. But I also feel like that's a dangerous thing because I feel like whatever holes in the earth. Yeah, it's almost like if you knock down the support beam at your house. How do you test this thing? Exactly. Like, what are we? What? There's not a thing on earth that can withstand the the power of the sun. Exactly. So if you're shooting at something, even in a controlled environment, wouldn't it just go through all the protective layers? Yes. And this is the problem I have with Star Trek. Just oh. go with me on this. Yeah, okay. Those spaceships yeah. are out there shooting lasers all the time. Mm-hmm. And if the laser doesn't hit something, it just keeps going. Right. Right? Yeah. And so what? You have like death-defying lasers just going? Yeah. And then it eventually has to stop, right? Or disintegrate? I think it just goes because there's nothing to stop it. There's no resistance. There's no uh, friction. There's no thing to to cause the energy to stop. You know what? I don't know. That's Allison. interesting. I don't know. Like if you were to shoot a bullet or anything and there was no nothing for it to stop, how far would it go? I think forever. But it would just keep know. going? What if the answer is like clearly not forever and everyone is like, <laughs> you guys, it 
it would be two feet. Like everyone knows how <laughs> physics and space work. And we're like, the world is crazy. I don't know. I think about space trash a lot because, yeah. you know, like Elon Musk put his Tesla up there at one point. Two minutes yeah. remaining. So much money. And we, you know, we just leave stuff up there. The astronauts. We live, we leave space stuff up there. What, Girl, like we, not only do we leave things, we shoot trash out to space. We yeah. are not clean, lovely custodians of the galaxy. And we left stuff on the moon. We did? Yeah. Well, we left a well, we left a flag, right? Oh no, we left stuff. Stuff they stuff? just don't want to take home. We leave really? stuff. I'm telling you, we are not responsible stewards. I don't like that. Right? Yeah. I don't like that either. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, uh, they leave. They leave stuff for. I just looked at, looked at this up. Like no, the I figured because I was Apollo like, she is typing away. Moon. She is looking up something I'm real. Like, what? So here, three golf balls, a family what? photo, scientific equipment, a statue, bags and bags of human waste. What? Because where else are they going to put it? But it still doesn't make it okay, right? <gasps> well, that yeah, because if that is someone else's home that we don't know about, that's just wrong. What would we feel like if all the aliens came and just left their crap? I know. It's not like an infinite trash pile. I and know. Where, who's going to clean that up? Like, we, you just think no one's going to clean. I mean, this is what happened to our oceans. Here we go, yeah. everyone. I'm so sorry. This took a real turn. 30 but- seconds remaining. <laughs> but that plastic landmass in our ocean is just embarrassing. Like, Absolutely. aliens will come down to, to Earth and be like, did you guys not? know what to do with your planet yeah uh embarrassing are you hoarders like what just happened do you guys yeah they know? probably do they probably don't call us humans Ten, they call us hoarders nine, that's eight, right they're like seven, they would be human if they lived six, in human conditions five, have you seen their oceans yeah three this took a two don't forget to recycle one.